You are listening to Behind the Horse's Eyes on the Illiterate Podcast Network. If you're listening to me, then I know you listen to other podcasts. Don't worry, I'm not mad that you're cheating. In fact, I'd cheat on me too. But I figured I'd take the time to tell you about one of my new favorite podcasts, and that's The Rancher. Austin over at The Rancher has a passion for history and an ear for a great story. And trust me when I say this, he's a heck of a lot more eloquent with his talking than I am. From rodeo to tales of the Old West, The Rancher brings Western traditions to a whole new generation of listeners. You can find The Rancher wherever you get podcasts today. One of my most beloved sponsors has got to be Audible. I had an Audible account long before I thought about ever getting into podcasting. And Audible has an awesome gift for all of my listeners. And if you head over to audibletrial.com forward slash jryan, you're going to get a free audiobook on them and me. All you have to do is sign up for a free trial. And if you decide that Audible's not for you, and within 30 days, you can cancel. No harm, no file, you spend no money, and you get to keep that free audiobook. Audible has hundreds of thousands of books in their catalog read by world-renowned narrators. From New York Times bestsellers to the classics, they're all on Audible. So again, head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash jryan and pick up your free audiobook today. And we are back with another episode of Behind the Horse's Eyes, and I have an awesome guest today, uh, someone who I like to think is my buddy. I don't know. We're working on that. We're working on I think buddy. So. Yeah, we're working on buddy status. She's a lot cooler than I am. Uh, Kayla Deliso, you might know her as Half and Badass, or Flynn the Mule, or Damn It Flynn, or Flynn is mildly offended, or as I do, macaroni with the chicken strips. <laughs> so how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I am. I'm doing good. No bad storms. Nobody's sick. Um, Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been we have been trying to record this uh, over a week now um, and something happens and it's everything's been out of our control. Um, that's why you guys did not get an episode last week. Um, in fact, I did order uh, order. How do you order an episode? I recorded a episode that was going to be a filler episode and the audio was corrupted. So mm. Yeah, that, that didn't work. So, but um, I think the majority of people that listen to me probably know who you are. And if they don't, tell us a little about you. What What is your, I think everybody knows you're on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, every, I think everybody's figured that out now because that's most of the people that I have on because that's the that's the platform of the minute. Um, what is your TikTok like for those that do not know? Oh boy, that's a loaded question. It really is. <laughs> I know I said I was um, going to be kind and I'm right off the bat. Describe no, your I mean, I don't know, like, because I end up on all kinds of people's for you page and I, people ask me like, what, what are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like pure equestrian chaos. You it's know, just, it, yeah. 
it's, it's the only fun. way I can describe it is, is, and if I had to describe it for you, I would be that, that little person that is inside of you. Every time that you go to trail ride with your friends, you've got one part of you. It's like, let's behave, have a good day with our ponies. And the other part, part wants to grab that pine limb and smack your buddy's horse on the butt with it. Yeah. You're, the, you're the other half. You're the pine limb on the butt. And I'm here for it. And I think, and, and from you have what over a million followers now. One point two and counting. One point two and counting. Here I am, just a little baby TikToker, and one point two million and counting. How did that come about? Was it just you woke up one day and it was like, holy cow, what is going on? Or did you see a steady, steady increase? Or you did, know, did you- it kind of. I started the whole TikTok thing like during the pandemic. It's just like so random i just downloaded the app and i was watching all the videos with all the trending sounds i'm sure we all know them oh yeah and um i just randomly posted a video of me i think my first tiktok ever was just me on flynn and i was going straight down this hill just completely random with a random song and i didn't think anything of it i didn't know how tiktok worked i was an Instagram person. So I had no idea how it worked. And I kept getting all these notifications on my phone, like crazy. And like, after one video, I had like 5,000 followers. And I'm like, well, holy cow, it took me like, like three years to get 500 followers on Instagram. What is going on here? And then it didn't really go any further than that. I was just posting like random silly videos. And then um, I was gifted a GoPro. And I posted this video of me riding Flynn to Starbucks with my friends and just all the goofy stuff that we do. And it blew up. And then I just kept subtly growing like at that point. And then I posted a video where I rode to Chick-fil-A and then I like really blew up. Like like your, your drive. And I'll be honest with you. And I, from the outside looking in, when I see the interaction with people, your drive through shenanigans Seem like they do better than anything. Yeah. It depends. But yeah, they people tend to like that. And they spark a lot of controversy, apparently. Well, people uh, are, oh my God, your poor horse is breathing in the car fumes. I'm like, they're fine. Yeah, they're they're great. It's like me. a whole 10 minutes I'm in the drive-thru, you know? They're they're putting a lot worse things in their mouth and nose when we're not looking, trust yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. And but, you know, and very similar for me is, and for those that don't know, I don't think I ever told this, I got the same way I had friends. I was actually um, out riding with some friends. They had conned me into going to a trail ride. I had actually taken some time off of riding after an injury, and they were coaxing me. My confidence was low. You know how it goes. And yeah, they were like, come on, let's just go for a good, relaxed trail ride. Um, bring your old mare. And we'll just have an easy day and they're taking videos everybody's like what are y'all doing and they're editing tiktoks like on horseback and i'm like oh my gosh and they're like oh it's tiktok and i was like oh yeah my buddy sends me videos all the time i never watch them and they're like oh you gotta get it so i got it and i made a couple of videos just on horseback did nothing eight like eight views or something you know something small or eight likes or something (laughs) and i am one day at work and a skid steer and i pick up a pile of logs with a giant grapple and there's a copperhead snake laying right there and it almost dumps in my lap and so i pull out my phone while i'm waiting for a buddy of mine that's working with me to come over and i'm just like you know what here i am at work just moving some oak logs and i meet a nature friend and i just like stick the phone right in the snake's face Um, (laughs) 
yeah uh 200 and something thousand likes oh my gosh in like two days and then i was like oh there's something to this so then you know i started doing the the horse thing i think the first horse thing i ever did was me picking on hancock horses <laughs> and, it, and it blew up so oh, it, i'm sure you've got some fights um no because you know most people they uh i have a handful happy people are, are a different breed yes and a handful of them will take it as I, I totally get it i know where you're coming from and then the other half are that washed in the blood you're doing a disservice and i'm like listen i've picked on my own breed the morgan you know i mean it's it's just tongue and cheek so i backed off of that and went to more history oriented stuff you know just to try to not i don't want to i don't want to scare the straights yeah yeah i feel that but like with your content though i love it because it's just it's fun it's friendly there's no no bias or slant you're not trying to push something or an agenda or or you're not even really giving an opinion other on unless you're just giving an opinion on somebody's comment and usually your reply is do i look like i give an f <laughs> yep you know and and you that's know, I what tried it, i try to keep it a really fun and positive place and i try to keep all like the sadness of the world and all the politics out of it because there's so many accounts that do that and i'm just like you know what i don't want to be a part of that I now, keep that stuff private. And if somebody wants to talk about it, message me, you know, because I'm keeping that out of the public. Yeah. And you do, you know, and there's one thing I can say, you do, if you want guys, I'm telling you, the, the link to her TikTok will be in the uh, description of the show. Click on it and go check out Kayla. No matter how bad of a day that you're having, you can go through there and you're going to love it. You're going to, your, your day is, you're going to smile. You're going to find something that's going to make you smile. <laughs> The, the crazy thing is, is i like you i try to stay out of it too and then always and you're more um you're more disciplined than i am because somebody attacked me and go hey you know i've made a video about this time for you to step up to the plate you know and then i'll give an opinion and i get drugged down the rabbit hole you know i've got to do a better job of not doing that it's hard but if people go after like my friends i'm coming for you that that yeah. is that is me uh you know i'm pretty I'm close <laughs> yeah i'm yeah i'm pretty close with uh with teddy um i don't know if you know teddy frankie um buckaroo it rings, it yeah. rings a bell very eloquent blonde blondish kind of beard um okay yeah and then rare buckaroo sarah mm -hmm. um i that, love her yep that's my pal um, i love her she's awesome i love her content I do too. Uh, I had her on and I didn't know she was a BLM employee because I was looking for somebody. It's like, I want to really talk about Mustangs. I want to talk about the truth here. You know, I want to get it from somebody yeah. on the inside. And all of a sudden, Sarah's like, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a horse wrangler for the BLM. Right. And I'm like, Oh really? So I had to get, got to get her in, but back to you. Cause we'll get down a rabbit hole talking about all our famous friends. Oh, seriously. I know. I that's mean, and I've got the, episode, that's a whole episode in itself. <laughs> that's right. And we got to get, we got to get you and pinky together. Oh yeah. Uh, that's going to be great. But out of you have, you have three equines total, correct? Yeah. Well, technically. Yeah. Three equines. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because Flynn is a mule. Technically two and a half horses. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half, half horses. <laughs> the, uh, you've got Flynn, you've got, uh, zero. Yes. And, and Sully. Sully, that's right. Yeah. But Flynn seems to steal the show. Yeah, he, he does. He totally does. So tell us about Flynn. How did you how did you acquire Flynn? Oh, this is you know what? 
I'm just going to tell everybody to listen to your podcast because everybody always asks me the story. And it's like, I don't even know how to describe the story, but here we go. Buckle up. <laughs> so I had, so Sully, it's going to start with Sully. Now this sounds weird, but I had, I owned Sully about 11 years ago and I fell on some hard times and I had to sell him. It, it happens to all of us. It wasn't the right time. And I'm like, I'm not giving him his best. He deserves the best. So I'm going to find him a good home. And I did with this amazing family. And then probably about eight years after that, um, they found me on Facebook and they're like, hey, we're getting out of horses and we know how much you cared for him. Are you in a spot financially where you can take Sully? And I said, oh, hell yeah. I never stopped thinking about that horse when I sold him. Um, and so then I took Sully back. He was in kind of rough shape, a little bit skinny and you know hadn't been ridden in a while. And those are all really easy things for me to fix. I had him for about two months, okay? And then the same people contact me and go, hey, we know you're, you like mules. Well, we have this mule and he has been trouble and he has thrown off a couple of trainers. He's dumped a couple of people. He's broken bones. Like, are you interested in him? And I said, well, at this point, I can't really afford two of them at that time in my life. So I said, I don't, they're like, we could take Sully back. And I said, I'm not really interested in giving him back because I just got him back. I've only had him back for two months. Like, no. And then they contact me again two weeks later and they said their other horse passed away and their daughters were devastated. And they oh, said, God. you know what? Can we please have him back? And, you know, when you bring kids into it, I will melt in your arms. I will do anything for children. And so I said, all right. And they're like, well, we can give you the mule if you give us Sully back. And I said, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Well, why, why do I want to do this to myself? I said, I reluctantly agreed. And they show up, they give, they just hand the rope and they couldn't have driven away faster. I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> I get myself into? It's always a great sign. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, I'll be very honest with you. This Flynn made me cry many times. And I am a, I pride myself. I am tough, Okay. But this mule brought me down to my knees crying. He was difficult. He had been beaten and he had been mishandled. And he just was like, nope, I'm done with people. And it took me a good solid six months to even like earn his trust, to even be able to catch him in his stall without any drama. Well, and that's the thing about mules. I think a lot of people don't understand. If you approach a mule the way you approach horses, you're in for a very long day and you're never yeah. going to get much out of that yeah. mule. They're smart. <laughs> They're not stubborn and stupid. They're just not going to let no, you work them to death. they're actually just like overly intelligent. Yes. And like, so my mule, Kate, we don't do a whole lot with her because I, she hurts me and makes me cry. So I need, I need <laughs> to fly you. Fun. Yeah. I need you to, I need you to fly to South Carolina to help me. No, she's a, she's a good mule. She rides and she drives, but she's, she's got some quirks and some issues. I have sold her and bought her back four times. That is oh. not a lie. I'll find somebody like, yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to take her. I need a project. And then they'll call me three or four months later. Hey, listen, um, can, can you can you come get this meal? Um, I can't buy her right now. I'll just come get her. So, yeah, that's happened four times with her. So she's oh, my a, gosh. Yeah, so she's an ornament now. But back to Flynn. Um, it's, it's, there's a saying that I heard, um, a horse will let you be the boss, but a mule wants to see your resume. Yes. He, he wanted to see my resume for a good six months. And then, you know what? We just, 
I don't know, we just had a turning point and he just started trusting me and I started being able to do more with him. And I just didn't, I'm like, I don't, I'm not rushing this. There's, there's no rush. No. I have all the time in the world for this mule. And once I kind of just like came to that realization, you know, there's no rush. What am I rushing myself for? You know, then it all started to fall into place. Well, and how, then old, after, how old was how, Flynn at that point? He was maybe about four. Okay. So he was a good young mule. He was young and already had been through so much trauma. Yeah. So it's like really sad to think about that. Definitely. So he is, I would guess, Appaloosa bred, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. He is, he is gorgeous. Does he, does he have the Appaloosa spice still though? Yes. He does. But, but so know, not, we don't know. Like I always joke, I'm like, okay, am I getting the donkey? Am I getting the appy today? Am I getting an eagle? <laughs> Sometimes the, the donkey and the appy cross cancel each other out and I get a, an angel and sometimes I get the appy tude and sometimes I get the donkey, but you know what? I just roll with it. Yeah. So, but we, you know, that's the wonders of video editing and the internet. We always see the good, <laughs> you know what I mean? We never see when you have a bad day because horses, mules, donkeys, doesn't matter what it is. They'll have a good, they all they'll... will have a bad day. Exactly. All of them. It you does know. not matter. And so we don't get to see the bad days. We always get to see, you know, and I always say, man, I want a mule like Flynn. And more than likely, I probably have a mule like Flynn. Honestly, and 90% of the other people do too. Purposely, sometimes I'll leave in some of the stuff that he does. The whole Flynn is offended joke kind of came from because if he, he's very like overly suspicious of things in the bushes. So like if the bush moves the wrong way or the rock is, you know, a quarter turn this way today or the bag is on this tree instead of this tree, he's overly suspicious. And he's like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not walking by that. So I'm like, why are you so offended all the time? And I said that in one of my TikToks and then it just became a thing. Yeah, they, you know, and <laughs> that is something else that has spilled over into a lot. I caught a friend of mine the <laughs> other day. Um, I, we were in conversation about something and she goes, I'm mildly offended at that. And it was, <laughs> it was a color of a vehicle. I'm mildly offended at the color of that. I said, you, I said, do you follow uh, half and badass? They're like, who? I said, Flynn the mule. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're like a trendsetter now. You know that? Oh my goodness. So, but one of the things I connected with right off the bat, the first video I ever saw yours, and I believe it was Flynn reaching over in a bush, taking him a big old bite of it and carrying it down the street. And I have a mare that does the exact same thing. And I was like, I love this. This is, this is my kind of content because it is relatable. It's the most annoying thing. It is. I have a rule like, okay, so I, I, I'm a, I used to train horses. I used to be a horse. Like I used to be in the game a little bit before I had my baby boy. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I, it's a thing I usually don't allow horses to do, like, especially horses that I'm training for other people, but yeah. with Flynn, him and I have a rule. If, if you can still walk while you're eating, then you can do it. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. And that's a rule that I have for my own animals. Okay? Yeah. If you it, could still work while grabbing a snack, fine. So I'm kind of that way. The mare that does that, she is, um, um, uh, she's in her late tween, uh, late tweens, late teens, maybe 20 um she's kind of in that area we don't really know she was a, a rescue she's a baby doll she's the same way she can walk grabs a bush and never miss a step so i just i'm the same way i just leave her alone. now i never do that with somebody else's horse i'm just like yeah, you there exactly. but her at her age bah, well, she's not hurting anything she's earned it <laughs> yeah and you live in a pretty special place too 
Norco. Norco, well, California. Can't say that. <laughs> so what is, I got to ask you, we'll get into what, what Norco is. Why can't you say Norco on TikTok? Does it sound like because Narco it, or something? Yeah, it's a, like, it sounds like the name of a, an abused substance. So whenever like I say it, if I say it like and write it in like my captions, TikTok will like ban me for two days. Like then they'll t- tear down my video. <laughs> my gosh for, for distributing uh, uh videos with illegal substances or whatever and like, it's okay, just fine. that then illegal just... yeah that illegal substance just flins ears yes <laughs> oh my gosh you know and i always think i have it made where i live here in aiken south carolina which is one of the the three major horse capitals in the east of the mississippi you've got like Sting, kentucky you've got ocala florida and you've got aiken south carolina you have it better than us because though there's not anywhere we can't ride a horse here. Um, you guys have little hot boxes out in front of restaurants and stores and everything else. We don't have that. Oh yeah. You've got dirt pass. We don't have that. Um, so, you know, just a fun fact, I board my horses in Norco and I live about 20 minutes away because it is very expensive to buy a house out here. Okay. Well, see, I always thought that you lived in, in but Norco. I'm, I'm pretty close and I'm like here like 99% of the time when I'm not yeah. at home in Norco <laughs> with my horses. I do board them and that's just like, it's insane, but I board at a cute little backyard place. I get a good deal and I, I love it over there. Yeah. The, um, uh, I have a friend of mine, uh, Carly, she lives in, she lives, um, in Carson city. Okay. And they just took a trip to Norco. Oh, nice. And uh, they spent like a, her and a friend spent like a whole weekend and they were sending me pictures the whole time. And I'm like, I have a friend there. And then now I have people in Norco pop up all the time, you know, on yep. my social media. Yep. Um, I think Pinky rides there sometimes. Well, uh, Pinky um, is in Burbank. Okay. He's a good hour and 20 minutes away from me. Yeah. So when I get my horse trailer, we we have a lot of stuff planned, a lot of collaborations for TikTok and just riding and hanging out. But she's actually a good hour. She's closer to Los Angeles than I am. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I knew Norco wasn't very far from LA. She's based in Burbank or like the the area that she's in is like a hop, skip and a jump to Los Angeles. Like at some points you can like ride up the mountain and see downtown LA. Like way off in the distance, like, you know, tiny, but you can see it. Well, I know she rides to the Hollywood sign a lot, and I yeah. think that's the coolest thing ever. I've been there one time with Flynn. Oh, really? How do you do? Yeah. Uh, he, he was awesome. Oh, really? See, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> I want to ride horses to the Hollywood sign. Like All my yeah. friends out west, I have friends that live near Salt Lake City, and they get to ride all that desert out there, and it's gorgeous. And um, get you know, I have friends around Carson City, you know, and they ride out through there, and it's like, it's early spring and it's 80 degrees on the ground. There's still snow up in the mountains. Oh my gosh. You know, you see stuff like that. And I've got friends that live right across uh, the lake there, uh, Lake Tahoe, I think that is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right across there on the California side. And it's gorgeous, you know, and then I show them pictures here and they're like, oh man, I want to ride there. That's gorgeous. And I'm like, no, no, you're where you're at. Is, I guess it's just, you know, we're in different places. So we get used yeah, to what we have. Of- and experience different places yeah you know but it is um yeah it looks gorgeous out there it's nice i do i feel very blessed to be riding around here i enjoy it 
you know, unfortunately in this day and age, like any, they're, they're trying to push out the equestrian neighborhoods everywhere. Yeah. You know, and even in here in Norco, Horsetown, USA, like they're trying to squeeze out the horses. Like we see all these lots, you know, being sold for condo development. And it's just like, oh my gosh, please. We, we, we are seeing that here too. Uh, Aiken is home of what was known. And I invite you to look this up later. Uh, known as what was the winter colony. And it was New Englanders that would come down in the south, and they would bring their horses um, and spend their winters here, polo, all of that. Heavy heavy English influence here. There's a handful of us Western guys around, and it, we all meld very well. We, you know, we all have very, you know, the animosity that people talk about is more gentle ribbing than anything. Uh -huh. um, we respect each other's horsemen, but that's how this area started, but here lately... Um, I have a friend of mine, um, in fact, um, she literally wrote the book on uh, equine sports medicine. Um, she's a graduate of UC Davis. She was a, oh, awesome. Yeah, she was a um, professor at UC Davis for a while, uh, practice, I think, out of UC Davis for a while. Okay. And now uh, had a beautiful place in Napa and then sold that and moved to Aiken, South Carolina, of all places. Oh, wow. That's but, quite um, Yep, she's a client of mine, and um, but anyway, it's like she was saying, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, she said if she had known before she moved here that they were just going to cut every tree down and put up condos, she never would have came. And I see that every day. Everywhere you go now, it's just clear cut and condos. Everybody's wanting that little slice of it, but they don't want to live in that world. Yeah. They, they want to say they live there, but they don't want to participate. Yep. And it, 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 it does hurt us. You know, I mean, I, yep. if you're feeling it there, I can tell you, we are definitely feeling it here too. It's kind of just an epidemic apparently. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's nuts. If you thought, you know, and it, with the market right now, way it is on houses, everything's just through the roof and people are standing in line to buy these ticky tack little condos. Mm -hmm. uh, to live on and no offense if somebody lives in a condo but you know if you take 100 acre pastures that used to be um thoroughbred training facilities and bulldoze them over for condos i'm not a fan no me either you know i would much rather see cows and horses same not cul-de-sacs and, and no offense to the folks that live in a cul-de-sac but so we talked about Flynn. We talked about how you got Flynn. We talked about Norco. Let's talk a little about Kayla. Sure. What was your introduction to the horse? Did you grow up in a horse family? Was it something yeah. that came later? I am the only equestrian in my family. Same. So I, I just, I'm a general animal lover. Okay. So I've been that way since birth. You know, basically I just was always had a thing for the animals. And I love the pony rides. My grandma would take me to this place called The Farm. Literally, it's called The Farm. And they had pony rides and I loved it. And then my mom would take me to Burbank, where Pinky's from, and um, they had pony rides there. And I guess one day they said, she's too big for the ponies. I'm a tall, I'm a tall woman. I'm, I'm almost six foot tall. So I was- I never would have guessed that. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little self-conscious about it, so I'll ride with my stirrups slightly shorter. 
So if you like actually see me writing my videos, you'll be like, oh my God, she actually yeah. has. So, yeah. So if you don't know, I am five foot four. I'm equestrian size is like how I like to say it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm equestrian size. Except Boyd Perfect. Martin. Boyd Martin, one of my heroes, is like six foot tall. So never mind. And so I was like devastated that I was too big to ride the ponies. And so my mom's like, well, I'll try to figure something out. Like I really liked the ponies. So she found, um, I don't know how, I don't remember how she found this organization, but she found this organization called Blue Shadows Mounted Drill Team. It's a military style drill team on horseback. Nice. And um, you don't need to own your own horse. They had rentals. So I think it was like back in the day, it was 20 bucks for, you know, the practice was two hours and you learned like military drills on horseback. And they did like a couple horse shows every year. And I loved it. I was hooked. I wanted more like going once a week for drill team practice was not enough. Yeah. I think I was maybe 13 and we just weren't like financially able to buy a horse at that point. So we found somebody that was willing to half lease me a horse. I think back then it was a hundred bucks a month. And I was basically allowed to use the horse like every day, but Sunday. Cause that's the only day the owner came out to ride was Sunday. So I can use the horse anytime I wanted. And it was a pretty sweet arrangement. And then, um, that's just, a win-win for the owner though. Yeah. Because the, the horse, horse is getting worked. And by the time they get it on Sunday, it's, it's not wanting to do anything, but just take it easy. And then, you know, I loved it. And actually the people, well, it was a man. He gave me the horse. He's like, you know what? I'm not riding it. You guys can just have it. Nice. And we were, I was elated. And then two years later, out of the blue, he comes back and he, he took his horse back. We never, we didn't know you had to do paperwork. I mean, apparently like, you know, if you think you're friends with somebody, they'll just give you the horse. Well, that's what we thought happened. And um, that wasn't the case. He had all the papers. He just literally took the horse. The one thing I've learned a long time ago when I first got into the industry that is horses is no matter if they're your best friend or whatever it is, when it comes to horses, trust no one. Trust no one. Paper trail all the way. Yeah, especially in this industry. They might be yeah. your friend one minute, the next minute, if it's over a horse, they will cut your throat. So I was devastated. And then that's kind of when we jumped into buying horses and it, it you know, escalated from there. <laughs> I wanted to know more and more and more. I, I stuck with the drill team. I took lessons, multiple different disciplines. Um, I did, I was really into a team penning for a while. I loved penning. Nice. Um, we dabbled in Gymkhana, dabbled in, um, you know, I did a little bit of mounted archery. I literally have done so many different disciplines it's almost kind of humorous <laughs> well you and still have fun that's what I mean, when somebody tells me that and they've done a lot of stuff it means they're constantly looking for a way to have fun with their horse and there's nothing wrong with that no there's no i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think I, it made me more of a versatile rider that's right you've been there you've done that there's not too many things you haven't seen because you have done it all Mm -hmm. so I like that. I like hearing that people are willing to go out there and step out of their comfort zone or step out of what they're used to and go do other oh. things. To me, that amazes me. Usually it tells me they have really good horses too. Oh, oh my, my, I put my horses through so much crap. <laughs> <laughs> they literally do everything. So social media wise, again, like we said, you blew up. What are your goals with social media do you have any goals with social media are you just writing it out you know or 
are you wanting to turn it into something? I don't even know because like the thing is with these apps, like have you ever heard of Vine? Like, do you yeah, remember I remember. Vine? Yeah, I remember Vine. It disappeared. Like it just it wasn't a thing anymore. You yeah. know. So I don't really know how long this TikTok thing will last. You know, I don't, I'm not. I'm on YouTube and I'm on Instagram, and I I don't really. The only reason I have as many followers as I do on those platforms is from TikTok. Yeah. You know. And I'm not big anywhere else. So I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm going to ride this out as long as I can and keep growing. I, my overall message is just being positive and having a good time. And you do a great job doing that, and by the way. I keep pushing that. And if something happens because of that, then it was in the cards. If not, then it was fun while it lasted. Well, if you're anything like me with it, you've had an opportunity to not only network, but meet some really amazing people i've met some of the most awesome people i think i've ever met because of my my baby popularity compared to yours but just having you know uh, a following i've met some great friends on social media yeah well i have too i've got people to this day or they are ride or dies and they came straight from social media have you been have you been spotted in the wild yet though I literally just got spotted today. Yeah. So I went to Road to the Horse, which is, okay, that's kind of skewed because it is a, a big equestrian event. Oh, yeah. But I was at Road to the Horse every every 10 minutes. I follow you. Oh, wow. And I mean, it was, and at that point, it was still really new and kind of surreal. And then I got home. Again, I live in a big equestrian community. I'm at the gas station. There's this young girl, probably 13, 14 years old. Oh. And she goes, she goes, I like your TikToks. And I go, oh, okay. Thank you. And her mom's down there just staring at me like, that's creepy. <laughs> yep. It might be a little different for me because I am a woman. So it might be a little less creepy. Yeah, just but... a short bearded guy. <laughs> I like your TikToks, huh? You have really good content, though. I enjoy it. Well, I appreciate that. I love yours. And, you know, it's... The, the, from the first time I saw the first video, I was hooked. And I know you get a handful of folks that are just like, and, and here's what I don't understand. We're, we're just going to deviate from the script for a minute. Sure. If you got Absolutely. a second. Um, people, <laughs> yeah, people that uh, comment for the sake of commenting, just to say they don't like something. I'm just a big, if I don't like it, I just move along. Like There's no need for me to, away. and you get a handful. And I, from what I can see, it's just a handful of people. I was like, oh, you're annoying. Why are you, you know, you got to, they got to listen to you if they think you're annoying the whole time they're typing that comment. So why don't they just scroll by? Yeah. You know, people do that to me, you know, or I get the, you know, well, actually, I love those. They'll quote some obscure thing that they can't source and that they, they will actually. Those, those bother me do these people not like realize like when they engage with our content like we're just gonna show up on their fyp like <laughs> unless they block us they won't ever be able to get rid of us and then from us the fyp is gonna throw them more people similar yep. so trending before- cycle so i'm like okay well yep. you could rolled past and you never would have seen me maybe again but now you can see me all the time you know and i used to <laughs> I used to do it out of spite and now I control myself a lot better. But when people would make a comment, 
um, that was like, this is stupid. Why am I seeing this or something? Or they would just go on a tirade about what they don't like about me or the yeah. video. I used to just comment, hey, I appreciate the view. And I appreciate the comment. Not only did I get paid for the view, I appreciate you helping out my algorithm. Thanks for that. I say that too. I've said that. I said, hey, thanks for the view. Yeah, appreciate I appreciate it. Yeah, that. Uh, Have a beautiful day. That, that one one hundredth of a cent you sent my way. I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> it is. Oh, my gosh. That's why I'm wanting to make that jump to YouTube. That's way more lucrative. I know. It's just like. like I like the TikToks because it's shorter. It's short. I, it's fun. It's easy to make. I can just grab my phone and, and, yeah. and make magic. And then I'm over at YouTube and I've got the ring light set up and I've got a script and I've got the laptop going and yep. I've got this 4K camera set up and I don't know how to use any of it. And I'm bumbling through my lines and I'm like, <sighs> with my content, like especially the content that I shoot with my GoPro, like I could one, if I could just like record 20 minutes of a ride that's like content for like that's like four or five tiktoks i can make that content but in for youtube it's like one thing yeah and when you know they, re I mean? they reward you for length of video over there too you know if you make a 15 minute video and somebody watches all 15 minutes of it that's more commercials that they get to see and all that's of that and that's how they that's how they look at it over on tiktok it's almost like we're re we're um rewarded for those 15 second videos because yeah. you can bang out the views my content doesn't really lend to the 15 second video. No. And, and I can't get out. So I started doing the horse tip of uh, the horse fact of the day thing. And uh, those have helped. You know, I kind of go back and forth between longer videos and shorter videos because I just never know what kind of mood the algorithm's in. No, and I don't, so I don't kind of understand been mixing it. it up a little bit lately. Well, you know, and you can, you can do research on like YouTube's algorithm. You can do research on other algorithms. If you do a search on TikTok algorithm, even the diehard people that dig in and study yeah. that stuff, they don't know. Nope, no one knows. I don't like, even think TikTok knows at this point. <laughs> no, you can, um, about the only thing you can hope for is finding, um, you know, this quarter or this month, uh, what times are peak times for posting. Yeah. Outside of that, good luck with the algorithm. Yeah. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no lie. I mean, you know, you could you could post a video and it get five hundred thousand views. The next day, post one at the same time, very similar content. It gets like thousand. Views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like in comparison. It it it's I don't I don't know. I don't know. And considering that, like you 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 reach a broad amount of people. Me, not so much because mine's pretty niche yeah you know so and and that's the but that's fine those are the this is that's what i want to do um but you do have fortune that you do get to reach a you get to reach a lot of people because not just people that are horse people people just love just good funny wholesome content yeah you know and and people that love chick-fil-a and starbucks <laughs> yeah uh, do you have a um you know and we we talked a little bit but do you have any advice for those um that might be coming out on social media they want to do something um i know we're probably not experts in the matter but if somebody were to come to you and go hey do you have any advice for me on making videos and i want to get out there and i want to get followers just do what you love do what you're passionate about 
and don't care about the followers or the views and just keep posting what you want to post and what you like. And eventually, if you just keep like doing it, you will get that following. I know it sounds like, oh, that's what everybody says, but it's true. Yeah. Like I, I, we're all competing with like the dancing teenagers and all the trends and the dances. I don't do any of that. It's very rare that I actually do a trend. I stick to what I like and what I know. And I just base all of it off that. And eventually, you know, it catches on fire. I'm, I'm waiting for you to do the, you know, in a minute, I'm going to need a. I can't dance for beans, man. I can't. <laughs> if I dance, I'm going to lose followers. <laughs> yes. I, I did. I did something. I forgot what it was. Uh, um, I was, the, the, I did a video and I was like, when she said she likes Morgan horses and the song was playing, there's a dance. I didn't do the dance. It's just me standing there in chinks, you know, smiling. And somebody goes, Oh, you got to do that again and do the dance. I'm like, I don't want to lose followers. <laughs> I have no rhythm. Same. I mean, I, I can barely post to the trot. I mean, come on. You want to you see me dance? Yeah, that's a dance. Watch me trying to post. I, I can, but I prefer not to. Yeah, I can too. I'd rather set the trot. That's I why, that's sit, why I, invent- I can sit the bounciest trot, but I, I, I I'd rather do that. It, it takes a lot more work, but I would rather do that than post. Oh, I would do. <laughs> Just go home all sore. It was worth it. It was worth it. it was totally worth it. Oh, the um, I want to get Pinky on with you. Yeah, I want you two to bounce off of each other. That would be great. That would be great. So have um, have you got a ride in in LA much? Well, well, the funny thing is I grew up in LA. Oh, really? So I know a lot of the horse communities out there. And I actually got to meet Pinky one time. We met up when I was visiting my mom because my mom lives near where she lives. And we met up and um, we have like a lot of the same friend circles down there and we'd never cross paths, but we have a lot of like the similar like friend circles down there, which I thought was cool. I know you popped up in one of her videos unnamed. And I'm like, is that yep. Kayla? And you go, no, that's KLA. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's who that is. Uh, we had a little coffee date and she wrote, um, it's, it's just so funny because I'm just sitting there and I just see this girl riding up on this Palomino. I'm like, I know who that is. Yeah. And it's funny because even though like I'm on TikTok, I was still like, oh my God, it's her. Like I was still like kind of like starstruck by seeing her. Yeah. Well, you know, and you don't notice, um, from the outside looking into that area that you would think there would be a lot of horses but the the more i find out about that area there is a crap ton of horses mm-hmm. um in and around the city yeah like it, it is I not like, up, like um, i grew up in an area um called hansen dam mm-hmm. that's where i grew up riding and it's pretty close in proximity to where she is and um and that's its own horse community and there's just all kinds of like little clusters of horse communities all in the LA area. There was most was, people have never heard of. Yeah, I was reading, I was reading an article and it led me down a rabbit hole on YouTube. And it was um, <laughs> them rabbit holes, man, they'll get you. It was um, a it's a whole uh, Hispanic community, and they live almost in like the city proper, and they've got. I mean, it's these. It's just a little neighborhood like any other little neighborhood that you would see 
you know, and there's horses and people have chickens and cows and all kinds of stuff. There's a stable, there's all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, you just don't think of this when you think the LA area. Or at, no. least, at least we do. But most people think LA, they think Hollywood Boulevard, Walk of Fame, stars, and this and that, Kardashians and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when people. Of horses. Yeah, it's like when people think of South Carolina, they usually think of banjo music, you know, not, um, you know, four-time Olympian, you know, eventers. Yeah. Like it, it's so not. Stereotypical kind of stuff. Yeah, they don't think, you know, Kentucky Derby, Belmont, Preakness horses, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't think about that, you know. No. They usually they just think about us, you know, an overall shirtless, barefoot, playing a mouth harp or something. Oh, my God. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but it, you know. <laughs> hey, if that's your thing, that's fine. It, 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 what's funny is to see the, the prim propers like in Hitchcock Woods where we ride and um, the, the very posh. You can see them, they pull up and it's a, you know, $80,000 F250, $120,000 trailer behind it. They pull a warm blood off and they're, they're dressed to the nines and they're in Hitchcock. And then here I am on a plug be bopping up beside them and uh you know and with insulated saddlebags full of cold beers and you'd be amazing how many times i've offered those people a cold beer and they've accepted it even they need a break yeah from their life. <laughs> I, there was there was one lady she looked like she was in her she looked like she was in her 70s older lady very nice lady on this beautiful black warm blood and you could tell money. She comes riding on beside me, and I said, I said, having a good day? And she goes, yes. She goes, it's just a little hot. And I said, yes, yeah, a little hot on me, too. I said, I got a cold beer if you want one. And she goes, she goes, I keep a hip flask. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay. And then she winked <laughs> and brought her horse up to a trot and passed me. And I was like, oh, okay. That's how they roll. Okay. Yeah. Whatever gets you through the day. Whatever gets you through the day. We all don't have a we all don't have a Starbucks that we can ride to. <laughs> hey, I don't always ride to Starbucks. Sometimes I go to Taco Bell. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about Taco Bell. You had a video where you ate with it was uh Sully, wasn't it? You yeah, ate, that was you... my that's my most viral video to date. So how did you so you got you ended up with Sully back? We never touched on that. Yeah, yeah no, so I, I ended up getting him back. <laughs> I had Flynn, everything was going good. And um, they, <laughs> these lovely people contacted me again and said, hey, like, we just, we're getting out of horses. We don't, we're just getting rid of our horse property. And um, I said, I'll take him. I did no questions asked. I went and I, to visit him before I sent the trailer to get him. And um, he was in rough shape and he was lame. And I'm just like, I don't even care. I'm just taking this horse back. I don't care if I can never ride him again. I, he just deserves to just be with me. Yeah. I have the, I'm financially able to handle it now. So he just deserves to just be with me and just chill. Is it, is it safe to say Sully's kind of your heart horse? I think so. Like we always see Flynn and then we see. He's Sully. my heart mule. He's your He's heart, my heart mule. ass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and a, a lot of folks forget about Zero and, and Sully. Yeah. That they're there. How do you end up with, is, is Zero a younger horse? Zero's actually closer to 17. Is he really? Oh, he just acts. Like he's, he's got a lot of energy. Because I notice you, a lot of times I see you pony in him. 
Um, so I didn't know if maybe you were working with the, and you know, and I noticed here lately you're riding him more and I didn't know if maybe he was younger and you were working with him or, or what that was. So he's older, but we just really don't know his history. We don't know what he knew because he was literally, he sat in a backyard for six years untouched. Oh, wow. Yeah. A good friend of mine um, rescued him and did like the first half of his rehab. You know, she got him healthy enough to be able to have a rider. She got his feet worked on and did the first couple rides back. And um, so I don't, I, for all I knew, he never been on trail in his life. I don't know. So when I get a horse that has an unknown history, and especially in Norco, where there's a lot of vehicles and a lot of chaos, I do pony them a lot get him used to the stuff when like i'll pony him off of flynn because he's been there done that he's pretty like set yeah and you know give the other horse a little bit of confidence um and he's doing great now i ride zero pretty much everywhere i would ride flynn almost that's good he's coming along oh yeah he's a good little guy i like him he's handsome too he's he just gets more handsome every single day is he does he Oh yeah. Now he's like beefing up his top lines coming in. He just looks real good. Oh, how, um, how tall are your, how tall are your critters? Cause I know you said you're almost six foot. I take it. Oh. Flynn, Flynn's a tall mule from the looks of it. Flynn is about 15 too. Okay. And then some as Sully's almost 16 hands, but not quite. Okay. And zero's really little. He's like 14, three. Oh, well, I mean, but like when you ride him, he feels like he's 17 hands. Like that horse moves with a purpose. Yeah. My my potato mare is uh like thirteen too. She's tiny, so rideable for me. She's stocky, so it's fine. My other mare is is like fifteen hands, and um I'm short, so my stirrups are short. So that's you know if you want to see a, a comedy of errors, watch me ground mount. Hey, so, ground mounting is an art form. Ground mounting is an art form. It it definitely is. Kayla, it was wonderful having you on and picking your it brain. Was fun. And I am so glad that uh, we got the story of Flynn. You'll have to just direct everybody this way, hint, hint, um, about the uh, about the story of Flynn. That way they can come and uh, check that out. Yeah. Since we're limited in comments. That's okay. Yeah. I don't even know if you could fit that into a three-minute video. No, and it's very confusing. <laughs> People still might have some questions, but that's okay. Yeah. Leave but, them wanting more. That's right. Leave them wanting more. So, Kayla, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. We finally, finally got it recorded. I know, right? Yeah, I know. I, my inbox is full of, why didn't we get an episode last week? And so, finally, I can appease them, and we can appease each other. Now we got to get Pinky on. I would love to do yeah. both of you guys together. I think that would be great. Yeah. Um, so with that said, I appreciate you coming on and we Thanks will for get having me. It was you. Fun. Re- yeah, definitely. And we're definitely going to do it again. Yes. So, but on behalf of Kayla, I am Ryan and we will catch you guys next time. <laughs>